Yo, the Bucks looking mad stifled. The acclaimed, yo, we want the tag titles. I'ma say this and I put it on the Bible. You act like girls who are on their cycle. Hello and welcome to the War Report, the show that we talk about NXT and AEW, NXT UK for feeling generous. I am your host Cyrus. You can follow me on Twitter at H underscore visibility. And this week, eh, wrestling was eh. Uh, but first I want to say that I was on WrestleRap last week. So you can listen to that episode uh, on the WrestleRap feed. I talk about CM Punk, which I rarely ever get to talk about since you know we do the uh, AEW NXT show here. And I talk a little bit about Power Rangers. And I talk about the Kenny Omega AEW stuff. But I think you heard a lot of that here. And I have a take on Kenny Omega, but I'm, I'm going to hold off on that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to wait till 2021. If I don't say it in 2021 or like at the end of January, please like at me on Twitter and I'll say what I was thinking. I have it written down somewhere, but I might forget. But um, speaking of Kenny Omega, we're going to go in the trenches and talk about Impact. I... I'm not watching Impact. <laughs> I'm not watching Impact to see whatever Kenny Omega is doing. I'm sorry. I'm just not that high on Kenny Omega to be doing that. But um, Motor City Machine Guns and Rich Swan will be facing the club, Bullet Club. I'm not sure. But it will be Kenny Omega, Gallows, and Anderson. And they're going to have a, a match. And... I mean, it's 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 whatever. <laughs> like this is this is certainly. I know this is a big match for Impact, but man, this this just feels lackluster. If you you know, if you just see like all the big matches Kenny Omega has had in the past, like this being a big Kenny Omega match is a joke to me. But it is what it is. The match should be cool. I heard some stuff about Gallows and Anderson possibly coming over and facing the Bucks. Like, that's how they make their way into AEW. And, sure, I think the Bucks are, you know, they're okay. Like, I don't think they're terrible or anything. And I still think that Carl Anderson is still an amazing worker. Um, so, hopefully when they have that match at AEW, it is just as good as a match that they probably have in Japan or something or uh in Ring of Honor in 2000 I would say like 13 probably yeah but now we're gonna get into some NXT news a lot of NXT news here actually uh one being Cameron Grimes went uh went under surgery that's very unfortunate that's why he hasn't been on the shows and I think that's probably why he lost to Dexter Loomis that kind of makes sense to me but if it's completely unrelated, you know, sp speedy recovery and all that, uh, we and NXT is sorely going to be missing Cameron Grimes. Like I, I honestly, I see it already. Like I, I felt it. But that will result in Bronson Reed coming back. So you know, one man down, next man comes up. Speedy recovery to Cameron Grimes once again. More NXT stuff, but this is NXT UK. I watched a little bit of NXT UK, but I didn't want to give it like its own segment, so I'm gonna like blast through it real quick. So Ben Carter is set to debut for NXT UK. 
that's great if you don't remember Ben Carter. He is the one that was on Late Night Dynamite against Scorpio Sky in a really good match. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's really good. Other NXT UK stuff, A-Kid and Tyler Bate from last week was really good. Uh, definitely should check that out. I think I haven't checked much of the Heritage Cup stuff. I think I've seen like one match and I was just like, oh, these like... I think it's like six minute rules or whatever, you know, the round things. It wasn't really that appealing to me, but the match with uh, A-Kid and Tyler Bate was very good and interesting. So you should check that out. And A-Kid will be facing Walter eventually. That is very unfortunate for A-Kid, honestly, because <laughs> Walter's about to really beat the brace off him. Um, Piper Niven and Ginny are going to have a number one contenders match next week to determine who's going to be facing uh, Kaylee Ray. Uh, man, they've waited a really long time to pull the trigger on Piper Niven. I, uh, man, I know this is going to sound like I'm biased, but maybe they should just give it to Ginny. She doesn't have to win it, but give her the shot. If if they're not if they're not going to put it on Piper Niven, just give it just just give um, Jenny the shot. Just just give her the shot. I think it's well deserved. She's play, she's been like you know second best heel on the show. So uh, fuck it, why not? And before we transition to NXT, there is going to be the. Oh man, I forgot what they said what it was on the show, but it's going to be like a Christmas theme show next week that's uh, going to be hosted by the Gargano family or The Way, whatever they decide to be called. I don't know if I'm going to be watching these Christmas shows. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be really real. Uh, Christmas is on Thursday. I normally record on Thursdays. I might, I might just use Christmas to just take some time off. Who knows? Either you get a shorter show, or I don't show up at all. <laughs> you decide. Uh, AEW is also going to have their Christmas show as well. I believe Chris Jericho is going to be on commentary for that. So, yikes. I, I, I'm not a fan of Chris Jericho on commentary. So, if there's going to be a War Report episode on Christmas... I'm not going to be here. <laughs> and now we'll get into NXT. I thought NXT was a more focused and clearer show. Like, I guess, you know, the NXT after a takeover, you know, they ha usually have to do some sort of like, you know, road management or course correcting or something like that because everybody keeps getting injured. And you're seeing it. I don't, at least in my part, I see it here where they're just like, okay, now we have some more clear directions going on, even with, um, you know, somebody outright just winning the number one contendership match. But I, I enjoyed this episode a lot better than last week's episode. I don't know why I said, but, but I, I enjoyed it very much better than the episode of last week. Last week's NXT, I felt like I could have truly just not watched it and I would have been okay. And unfortunately, AEW kind of mirrors uh, last week's NXT episode where there wasn't any clear direction. It just felt like a show that, you know, you could just not watch and you wouldn't really miss anything. But let's get into NXT. Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne for a number one contendership for the NXT title. 
outright banger. Absolutely amazing. I'm excited for Kyle O'Reilly and Balor too. Hopefully there is no shenanigans by Karrion Cross. Like I don't think I don't think they will be because Karrion Cross doesn't have his match, but we'll get into that. Uh, I'm extremely excited for it. I hope <laughs> I hope they don't really injure each other again. And I know a lot of people are just like, well, I don't know. I feel this way that uh, it. it the road ends the road ends at cross anyway or like you know i don't think there's going to be any title changes until cross gets his title match or uh his title match against finn balor but right now i think this is let's take some time for carrion cross to de-rust you know i i wasn't really convinced by the match that he had this week that he is okay to go so Damian Priest being that sort of guy perfect why not go for it and honestly earlier today I was just thinking about like man I, I would really like to see Karrion Cross versus Timothy Thatcher but that was just a random thought I had I'm extremely excited for this match so I can't wait uh it's gonna happen on New Year's Evil which is January 6th I believe so should be a fun time and, oh, I don't think I have it in a quick hits. Let me scroll. Yes, I do, but I'm just going to say it now. Damien Pre, I'm No. <laughs> um, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis will be hosting uh, the New Year's Evil pay-per-view. I think it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm just like, is he going to say anything? That that's my like, how how is he going to host? That that's what I'm uh, truly wondering. But then we'll get into the next big match that happened on NXT this week: Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. I thought this match was really good. This match is way better than the match that they had at Worlds Collide. Man, that match was a train wreck. I thought this was really. Uh, I thought this was just as good as the match that they had in NXT UK. Like that match was really great. Re igniting this feud perfect why not like i'm glad that they're you know tapping into some nxt uk history because they well not a lot of women from nxt usually come around anyway uh like tony storm came around every now and then and kaylee ray came through but they didn't like you know reference anything to it but i i'm glad that nxt uk is getting that shot I like them adding a little spice to it with the Raquel interference finish. Normally, I don't like fin uh, interferences, but if it finishes the match, perfect. If this match, if Raquel would have interfered and the match went like another five or ten minutes, then we have a problem. <laughs> but I, I think it's great. And other things that I I um, notice is that. NXT is giving a lot of promo time to Tony Storm. Tony Storm is really, really coming into her own. I'm liking this heel Tony Storm because she sounds a lot more motivated. She sounds a lot more fired up. I I, I believe Mio said, you know, she could have just been like, you know, some cocky badass, or that might have been Justin, but she I, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing it, you know, I'm seeing kind of the blueprint for it. Like, you know, she was talking big shit to uh about uh Rhea Ripley in the vignette prior to the match like she sounds great she sounds motivated she's a way better promo than she was in NXT UK I'm not sure if anybody remembers but that 
that promo that she had, I think it was before she lost the title to Kaylee Ray. That was circling around, and I would have to agree that was a really like bad stuff. <laughs> and I wish I well, I wish and I hope. Well, it doesn't have to be very soon, but I wish and I hope that Amber Moon also kind of comes into her own in similar fashion in the future, similar to uh, Tony Storm. I definitely think that this is going to lead up to Tony Storm versus Io Shirai at New Year's Evil. Sure, that's fine. And we're probably going to get Raquel, Raquel, and Rhea too. The first match was great, so why not? And giving Raquel that shine, that buzz, is, is good for the most part. And next we'll get into the opening match on the show was Kushida... Kushida and Leon Ruff versus The Way, Austin Theory, and Johnny Gargano. I thought this was a really good tag match. Uh, last week, or just like throughout the weekend, everybody was on there. You know, WWE ruined tag team wrestlings, or they don't care about tag team wrestling. And I, I, I was watching this, and I was just like, this tag match is great. And I'm looking over to AEW at the same time that was having a title match, uh, having a tag team match at the same time. I was just like, this shit is way more better. Uh, way, 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 way better. And I don't think it's going to get its props or anybody's going to truly be honest about that. Whatever the hell Hangman Page was doing with the Dark Order was not as good as this match here. Um, with that said... With that said, I'm just going to transition to the to Champa and Thatcher stuff. I'm liking it so far. I was just curious on why uh, Tyler Rust was getting so much time. Like I, I, I thought that was really puzzling. I like Thatcher still kind of just learning from his opponent, just scouting, you know, just seeing how he moves and how he works and whenever they have the rematch, he'll probably get the bigger win. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that Thatcher would get the win. Oh, man, I'm not sure. <laughs> Actually, no, nah, man, I, I definitely think Thatcher should get the win. Like, you know, Ciampa just proves that he's better and that Thatcher has a lot more to learn as the person that is doing, the, uh, you know, doing the kind of teacher gimmick. Like, I, I think that's really cool. So... Whenever that happens, hopefully Thatcher gets the win. And after the match, after Ciampa pinned Mr. Runtz um, during the commercial, Malcolm Bivens came out, and I guess they're going to form the alliance. I guess Indusheer is scrapped for now. RIP to them. <laughs> really unfortunate. I thought they could have been something interesting, but, you know, the doghouse is the doghouse. Whatever comes out of uh, Tyler, Rust, and Bivens should be some cool stuff. I can't say that I didn't like Rust, but I was just like, I was just kind of puzzled that he was getting so much time uh, against Ciampa, but it is what it is. And now we're going to go into quick hits. I, I already said it, but Cross uh, and Damian Priest is going to happen at New Year's Evil. That should be cool. The Indy Hartwell and Shotzi Blackheart match. Nah, man. Why? I, I didn't like it at all. I think that Indy Hartwell is a really good technical wrestler. Just 
let her be that. Like, I don't know why they kind of, like... I guess, like, they're sort of protecting her, but, like, a shot, a, a loss against, like, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, who they put in that really, like, big position, like, I'm not gonna say she's buried or anything, it would have been natural, you know, the, the baby face beats like a henchman, like, it should have just been normal, I don't, I don't know why they went with that finish, man, that shit really bothered me, <laughs> I was really happy to see Indy Hartwell wrestle against, you know, somebody as interesting to watch as Shotzi Blackheart, but I'm just curious why they went with that finish, but it is what it is. Hopefully they let uh, Indy Hartwell wrestle as, you know, as good as she was when she was in uh, Melbourne City Wrestling. Dexter Loomis is going to host uh, New Year's Evil. I already said that. What else do we have here? Okay. The Boa Isaiah video package this week. It's probably the best one so far. I I like that one a lot. When she was just like kicking uh kicking Boa in the chest, and he was just like begging for help, and they're just like, no, do it. Like I don't, whatever this thing is, I'm into it. I'm very interested in it. I know a lot of people are just like, oh my god, they they keep doing the um, what is it, spooky or mysterious thing? And I'm just like, yeah, it's fucking interesting. Why why wouldn't they do that? Is this something cool it makes you wonder like not everybody could just be like you know just do the shoot wrestling thing and then like do whatever like uh, i'm really liking what uh i'm seeing from these two here and whoever she is i hope is a big uh i hope it's a big reveal that happens hopefully not at new year's evil uh i feel like the women's division is kind of uh in a weird spot and i don't know but whoever uh, whoever they are should be interesting. And now we're going to transition into AEW. Ladies and gentlemen, young bucks, I'm kissing on your title, got you feeling like a cuck. I, this episode of AEW, man, I don't know, bro. The, this episode feels so nothing to me. Like, I, I feel like a lot of nothing was... Uh, done but we'll get into it kenny omega versus joey janela this match was kind of just like an afterthought once Pac came out and announced that omega and phoenix will be wrestling on uh december 31st that's great i think that should be a really cool match but as far as like whatever the, the stuff that he did with joey janela i just felt like it was pointless a lot of questionable spots and it seems like kenny omega once again, didn't just want to outright squash a guy, so he'd rather just have a bad match instead. And <laughs> not the wisest decision, uh, I'll, I'll say that. But uh, Phoenix and Omega will be happening on the 31st. Hopefully, it's good. Cody and Brandy Rhodes will be having a baby. I don't have much to say about that. Congrats to them. I hope people aren't weird like they are with other, uh, you know, people that have like uh, other wrestlers that have babies. Like I'm seeing, I, I saw a lot of weird shit uh, about the Seth Rollins and uh, Becky Lynch thing recently, and that, it just popped out in my mind when I said that. But like, please don't be weird about this, guys. <laughs> but as far as the match goes that he had with Angelico of the Hybrid Two, 
I thought it was really good, outside of like the weird stuff, like him biting the ropes. Uh, nah, just just use your legs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you had to bite that during a, a Panasonic, bro. That's kind of nasty. But uh, I like the match, but I would have to say I'm not a fan of them finally bringing the Hybrid 2 back and then having like them take a lot of losses. Like, that's... That's not okay with me, honestly. I think Jack Evans and Angelico are two amazing talents, like I've said it before, and they should not be taking up the position as people that you can beat because you beat down Private Party, Jungle Express, uh, you know, some of the Dark Order guys so bad. Like, th these guys should be, like, prominent people on uh, in the tag team division and AEW has been bringing in a lot of other tag teams like the acclaim yawn and um ah shit there was another team i forgot they were in the eight man and i forgot their name sorry i'm not gonna remember if you're screaming at the phone i'm not gonna remember but they're bringing in a lot of these like newer guys in and i'm just like still still AEW keeps bringing people in instead of working with what they have and it's such an issue and I talked about it earlier when I was talking about NXT, but the Hangman Page and Dark Order stuff, listen, Hangman Page joining the Dark Order sounded like a really, really interesting idea a couple months back when, when Hangman Page was this sort of like, kind of like depressed, sort of like somber, like sort of character. And I'm trying. I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to follow it, but like, it just doesn't work for me. Like, what I saw this week, this is not what I had envisioned when I thought about Heyman Page joining the Dark Order. You know, I wasn't expecting comedy stuff. I was just expecting it to just be like kind of like a little more serious, or like Heyman Page to be in a sort of like no-nonsense kind of role. S similar to, like, Aleister Black in NXT. Like, that would have been fine with me. And I guess right now that Hangman Page is, you know, very, very much a part of Dark Order. So he's going through that, like, that high of being accepted by people. Like, you know, I don't... I've never been in a cult. I don't know who anybody has been in a cult. I've never seen uh, Midsommar. But, you know... He feels like he belongs in the group, so he feels good because he no longer belongs in the elite or, you know, he lost his friend Kenny Omega in the Bucks, you know, shit like that. But, like, he's getting that high from, you know, being accepted, and at some point, there's going to be a decision, like, you know, like, oh, sorry, you can't talk to your mother anymore, you know, you know, the usual cult things. And maybe if this results in, like, the Dark Order pushing hang Hangman Page to face Darby Allen for the TNT title. Like, I think that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. I would say I would take back everything I said if it goes in that route. <laughs> if it kind of just like results with Hangman just like floating around in the mid card, you know, aimlessly, then I'd have an issue, honestly. And yeah, that's about it for AEW. Everything else is going to be a quick hits because like. The women's match, the battle rap, Sting, and the eight-man tag. I, 
I just don't feel like they're worth really diving much deeper into. I think all you guys know how I feel about um, the inner circle. I don't like them. Um, the women's match, I think it was cool to have multiple women on the show. That's great. Sting, Yawn. I, I didn't like uh, FTW um, kind of backing down from Sting. Like, it just felt dumb to me. Uh, just FT, uh, no, uh, FTW teams, FTW's booking is so like puzzling to me. Like it doesn't do them a, a, a service at all. It, it, it's truly unfortunate because they get wins and then they get nothing out of it, but an ass whooping before like not even a title shot. They just get ass whoopings. Like they get cut off the knees whenever they get some momentum and it's kind of ass. Uh, the battle rap. I wish I didn't hear it. That's kind of my thoughts on it. And for the final quick hit, why is Matt Hardy still on this show, man? Why, 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 why? And I, I, I don't like that Matt Hardy's back. I definitely think the deletion should have been the deletion as it, you know, it as it should be. And I don't like that he's doing the gimmick where he's trying to like take the glory from the younger guys because I feel like that shit is way too meta for me, boss. <laughs> and I do like that private party is sort of like, you know, you're not oblivious to it. Like, they definitely like, you know, this dude's bugging. Hopefully something comes out of it, but it's not like a tag match could come out of it or singles matches. So it's just weird. Like, the, the story doesn't really... The story of that doesn't work for me because Matt Hardy should truly just not be there. He should truly be Don Callis' invisible hand for a lot of the people in uh, in the tag division. Like I just feel like that that's smart, and you know Sting sh- could should be kind of doing the same thing for the people in singles roles. But it is what it is. That's AEW. I honestly felt like I could not have watched the show and just scrolled down on their Twitter feed and got the whole thing because nothing really interesting happened here. And that's the war report. (laughs) Leaving on a somber note. uh, Next week, I don't know if I'm going to be here for Christmas. I might just, you know, use that as an excuse to take time off. You can follow the A-Show Network on the A-Show RNC on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at H underscore visibility. Uh, as I said earlier, I was on Wrestle Rap last week with Emilio Sparks and Vinny. You can go check that out at Wrestle Rap on Twitter, and then you can go to the Wrestle Rap feed, do all that. Uh, as far as as far as the A Show Network channel, we finally did it. The Impact Show is coming. The Impact Show is coming. Uh, we're also going to do some more interesting things for spot callers. Uh, we're going to do a live watch. I'm not going to say of what. I'm going to wait till the episode comes out and then you hear what it is. Hopefully all you old heads will be excited for it. It should be a fun time. I'm actually looking forward to watching the show. There's going to be a ramen talk with me and Justin. You know, since we talk all the damn time, might as well. It's going to be on Power Rangers. So... If you've been following me on Twitter, you know this is going to be quite a discussion. <laughs> and it should, it should be fun. And you could check out all the other channels, you know, uh, RNC Watch, the RNC Watch feed, the Elite Media Group feed, the RNC Radio feed, you know, 
the lookout feed definitely check that out just a whole bunch of content tap in man see you huh let me check the let me check the calendar live <laughs> uh oh man new year's also falls on Thursday when I normally report the podcast. And I don't plan on doing anything on New Year's. But I might use that excuse. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to just take the, the rest of the year off. I, 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 might, I might come back for New Year's. Probably do the episode early. Who knows? But peace out. <laughs>